Hey guys, this is Abby. And this is Anna. And welcome back to I'm, I'm Not Good at Being, being positive, positive, the podcast. Yes, the podcast where we don't have a good intro. Yeah, <laughs> but that's okay because today we actually have kind of a, a special or interesting episode that's actually for school projects. Yes, um, so in history class, we have a project where we had to look up a specific event and explain it to people in a podcast form Mm -hmm. um and then describe why it made us better americans yeah and today we're going to be talking about the occupation of alcatraz Ooh, um which took place on november 20th 1969 through june 11th 1971 and interestingly enough abby actually has some personal information with this one yeah so in january i went to um san francisco with a friend of mine for their birthday And during that, we went to Alcatraz, we took the boat over, and that's how I learned about the occupation, was um, there's graffiti all over the island um, that says, like, Indian land and stuff like that, and the person who was on, who was driving the boat um, over the loudspeaker during the tour, I guess, was Mm -hmm. um, telling us all about it and telling us um, what happened, and I thought it was really interesting, so I brought it up to Anna as our podcast idea and now i guess we'll tell you about what he told us about (laughs) yeah so this event was the first ever multi-tribal protest for american indian civil rights and from like 1934 to 1963 the island served as a federal prison for war criminals which i think a lot of people know and the island has been referred to as like the rock and other things such like that um much like any and all land of the United States, the island was once used by Native American people, and it was utilized as a place of, like, isolation for those who didn't follow rules within, like, the tribes circulating the area. Yeah. It was also known um, as a camping ground for the indigenous people around the Bay Area, and it, it had so many other uses that mm-hmm. um, Native Americans used it for. Yeah, like, put forth. Yeah. Um, but o- over many years, treaties in the U.S., put in place to honor Native Americans' land were not respected and in most cases completely disregarded, which is a huge part of history that is horrible. Yeah, so following, like, the closure of the prison in the 60s and early 70s, the U.S. began to see, like, a rise in activism just around the U.S. and around the world. Um, And many faults of, like, the United States' system were exposed, all of which, like, including the treaties and promises made to indigenous communities that were left unacknowledged over the years. Local Native Americans saw the island as a potential spot to plan a protest against this behavior. While still attending college in the Bay Area, Lenata Warjack and Richard Oakes, these are some very important people in this story, Mm -hmm. established um, a fellow group of Native Americans, and they called themselves the Indians of All Tribes. Their association worked to enlighten those misinformed on Native American mistreatment, and they they wanted to provoke change. Yeah. Um, and in 1969, a Native American cultural center in downtown San Francisco was burnt down. And so this group, including like Richard Oakes and the Nod- Warjack specifically, saw this as like inspiration to begin a protest on the local and well-abandoned Alcatraz Island. Um, apparently, the island had like belonged to a local lo- <clears throat> Lakota I don't know exactly Lakata. how to say it. Lakata tribe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and so a lot of like the tribes, including this association in the area, agreed that the island could be repurposed and used for a new cultural center. 
and it could provide different amenities that reservations locally lacked. Um, so on November 9th, a small group under Richard Oaks traveled to the island, um, and they only stayed one night, though, before they were removed by authorities. And Richard's response was, quote, If a one-day occupation by white men on Indian land years ago established squatters' rights, then the one-day occupation of Alcatraz should establish Indian rights to the island, unquote. And just 10 days after that removal, in the early hours of November 20th, 89 indigenous people sailed through the bay while it was dark and set up camp on Alcatraz. Although the government insisted upon their return, like in the morning when they all found out, the Native American people moved into like the deserted buildings and soon after released this like proclamation. But like Abby mentioned, there was like graffiti and other like almost maybe like artwork or just messages. Yeah, it was really cool. Actually, I think... Um, a year ago was the 50th anniversary of this happening. Yes. And so um, a lot of the graffiti was being touched up by actually indigenous people from the area and being um, just just like, yeah, touched up and fixed up so it can stay there as a historical um, artwork, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the proclamation was, well, they released the proclamation and it was heavily written by Adam Fortunate Eagle and read to the news by Richard Oakes. The main goal of the proclamation was to regain ownership of the island with the exchange of $24 worth of glass and beads of and red cloth, glass beads and red cloth, which had actually been the price of the island when white men bargained with the Native Americans despite their lack of awareness with its value, which is just horrible. Mm-hmm. And it kind of served as almost like a reclaiming of the land, which is also important. It's also important to acknowledge um, they had this inclusion of like current conditions and the island on native reservations in the proclamation and the essential like goal was that the lack of resources on the island were comparable to the lack of resources on current native american reservations and the alcatraz proclamation also included suggestions for the island such as a center of native studies an american indian spiritual center center of ecology and an indian training school with the possibility of a native museum the indigenous people also requested like a new a new university and of course the deed to Alcatraz Island. And the basic gist or maybe like um standpoint from moving forward was to almost like quote unquote civilize white visitors or inhabitants to the culture of Native American people, just ha like just how the indigenous people were forced to unlearn their traditions. So a lot of these like buildings or places with education we're going to serve the same goal as, like, the places of, you know, education. Yeah, like the boarding schools. Yeah, that white people put indigenous people through. Yeah. So while they were on the islands, Native Americans set up communities with um, councils and schools and places to sleep, eat, and drink. Um, In a way, it was almost like its own little working town. In an attempt to get everyone to leave the island, the government shut down the electrical power and removed the water barge that was providing the island with um, fresh water. But similar to previously mentioned, like Anna said, um, everyone on the island claimed that those conditions of not having power or water or um, clean, fresh water um, were no worse than the reservations that they were being forced to put on. Um, And so a lot of people outside of the island, like in the San Francisco Mm -hmm. area, 
knew about the event, obviously, and um, from the news and stuff, and rumors were being spread that, like, hepatitis was spreading, and all these nasty things were being said, but also there were some good things, like, people were starting to understand. Everyone had their own opinions on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But slowly, the time came when many of the college students that were camping out on the island needed to return back to school, or they had other responsibilities off the island. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the protests soon began to burn out with the inclusion of, like, gentrification and health setbacks. Yeah. So a lot of, like, white hippies of the 70s and 60s migrated over to the island with, like, this false support. You know, this, like, oh, yeah, love and peace. And they brought drugs and ultimately just embarrassed the Native American people there almost by, like, making a joke out of the struggle, Mm -hmm. like... Almost like it was a trend to go visit and not an actual, like, protest. Sounds like a lot of stuff going on today. Yeah. Um, and tensions began to rise between different, like, groups of the Native American people there. You know, bickering over, like, who should lead the efforts and, like, who runs this, who runs that. And it often resulted in, like, physical, mostly verbal, like, violence. And there also, like, came an issue of this, like, copper stripping with some of the building, like, works. If you, mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. well, what happened was a lot of the Native Americans on the island were trying to make money so that they could stay there longer and get food and stuff. And so they started uh, stripping the wirings all throughout Alcatraz mm-hmm. and getting the copper out and selling it. And two guys, I don't remember the full thing, but two guys got ended up getting arrested for yeah. it. And I think they were found with like two hundred pounds of copper and they were like fined a huge amount i don't remember the full story but it was it was pretty crazy um but alongside of this richard oaks did eventually leave the island when his daughter fell from one of the three-story buildings and died which was really sad Mm -hmm. his influence prompted many people to leave the protest and the original intention of the occupation pretty much burnt out completely like no one really cared about it anymore and it it didn't have the same intentions as it as it was at the beginning. Yeah, and kind of like how Abby mentioned with, like, the arrest of those people trying to make money and with these white hippies, the drug abuse and all these things, mm-hmm. it became kind of, like, a controversial topic. Yeah. And a lot of, like, especially white people in the Bay Area didn't agree with it anymore. There was news coverage where, you know, a lot of the people still protesting were just upset, but mm-hmm. there wasn't much they could do anymore. Um And so earlier in 1971, two oil tankers crashed in the San Francisco Bay Area, which officials claimed was like a result of the dim lighthouse on Alcatraz Island. But despite the evidence that the lack of light coming from Alcatraz didn't impact the collision, President Nixon decided it was time to remove people from Alcatraz. And he waited till like the least number of people occupied the island to send in armed armed officials for the removal. Previously on April 13th, while a few Native American men involved in the occupation met in California, in a California law office for negotiation, the government had promised that no action would be taken against the Alcatraz Indians. Mm -hmm. In addition, the Native people were also promised the deeds of the island on June 14th, the Monday following the removal on Friday, June 11th, which was obviously ignored. Yeah, so they made efforts to go to the government and try to get, like, things legally worked out. 
But in the end, it was ultimately just, like Abby said, yeah. ignore authorities lying and ignoring and la da la. And so, in order to receive access on the island, like the officials wanted to get in there without like any violence or big new- news coverage. Nixon didn't want this to be like, oh, we don't agree with like the pro, you know, he was trying to keep it on the down low. On the DL. Yeah. So, um, a small group of, like, officials used this excuse concerning fixing the lighthouse. Like, with the barges, they're like, oh, it needs to be, you know, fixed and this and that. Um, but people just, they understood it was, like, phony. But by that time, Alcatraz had been, like, surrounded by all these different, like, armed official groups for mm-hmm. the government. And all the remaining, like, 15 people were taken off the island. Um, there were many, like, interviews, like, news coverage of this, and in one interview in particular, um, where several of the men were taken off Alcatraz, it was stated by all that kind of their, their efforts to go back onto the island would continue, like, no matter what, they would go back and they would continue this until the land was theirs. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, though, the occupation was never revived because of the added security and guards that were hired to prevent further action. The University Cultural Center and Deed to the Island were never given to the indigenous people of the Bay Area, but the protests definitely ignited an impactful conversation for civil rights among a lot of people, not just in the Bay Area, but kind of around the whole world because exactly. of how much this news had spread. Mm-hmm. And like Abby said, the occupation inspired many protests, most notably including the occupation of Wounded Knee in South Dakota. And like kind of following all of this, Nixon returned 48,000 acres of land um, and Blue Lake to the Taos tribe. Taos tribe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there were efforts that were, like, made partially. Yeah. I think a lot of really good things came from this. Mm-hmm. Um, and currently, Alcatraz is a national park, which is super cool. And it welcomes visitors and tours, which is what I did. The graffiti from the occupation has been preserved over the years, which is what I was talking about. And um, people are taken through the buildings of the prison. And it was it was honestly really cool to go see that and check it out. And um, although they didn't talk a lot about the occupation on the tour I was on, um, go going and checking out the island was really cool. And walking through all the prison cells and seeing where they, like, held famous people, stuff like that. It was really interesting. I definitely recommend going. And um, even just, like, the boat ride to get mm-hmm. there was super cool to see all around the island and... Um, and, like, see all the graffiti from from the occupation and all kinds of other stuff like that. It was super cool. Even looking at, like, pictures Abby's taken yeah. or, like, the interviews we watched, like, of people on the island, it's crazy to see, like, the connections of where these people lived yeah. for this all of this time, like, this year, and just to see, like, what it's turned into now. Also, having been there, it was mm-hmm. it's really cool to see, like, oh, that's where that happened or stuff like that. I, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and so the native people of this bay of the Bay Area inspired the occupation, which inspired movement among the United States with like political action. So the entire system steered a course of action bettering the personal and public opinion of every American. In situations of injustice, sometime injustice. <laughs> that's not a word. In situations of injustice, sometimes the best action for the public to take is its education on the subject. Which doesn't ultimately, like, conclude the issue, but it Mm -hmm. provides power and attention to those, like, ignored voices. So public and vocal participation can expose, like, the behavior of systematic corruption and successfully prevent discrimination. Yeah. Um, However, since um, all, all this cool stuff came from it, which is great, 
but it is still not the the land was still not given back to the Native Americans, mm-hmm. and um, they never got their cultural center, and they never got their university, and so even through all of that, they stayed there for over a year, yes. right? They didn't get what they were asking for, mm-hmm. um, so that is still really sad, and it's not our land, and they didn't really explain that it wasn't our land on the tour or anything like that, so even though it did make us better Americans in some ways... In other ways, it it really didn't. And Mm -hmm. we still have many, many problems that we need to be facing. Yes, but it's important, like, through this education process that Abby and I went through, this research, and anyone who's listening to this is understanding that. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. the the choosing and the, like, I, I already said understanding, but the understanding that a lot of the land around us doesn't belong to us. Yeah. And so, like, respecting the local tribes or just local Native people to your area, asking them, like, the origin of their family. And if there's, like, things that you can do to help, like, Lenata Warjack went on to, like, continue her activism and inspire activism in younger generations. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's just inspiring to see what these people did with the resources and time um, and experience they had Mm -hmm. and then what we can do with that too. Yeah. And it was super cool for Anna and I to learn about it and tell you about it. Yes. I hope you've enjoyed and we'll see you next time. See you next time guys. Bye. Bye.